Hello, beautiful people and fellow whiners, and welcome to another episode of A Little Something, the number two wine about with your hostesses, Siobhan Camille. And I, Amy Shella. Where sips get real. Um, y'all know. It's second, second Wednesday. And so we are sis let's whining um, as we normally do. So this one's for the ladies, fellas, y'all can feel free to listen up. We brought back a guest that we had with us. Miss Crystal Brooks is in the building, her building, because we do this thing on Zoom, y'all, we not together. <laughs> She's in the building. She's on the couch with us. And we're going to be talking about finding, finding your voice and self-worth. Um, for y'all who don't know, this is essentially kind of a part two. The first time we had uh, Ms. Brooks on, we were talking about emotional maturity yes. and awareness. And so this is the next part of that. Now that you are emotionally mature, you know yourself. How do you speak what with it? you work? What How you are you weighing yourself? So we're going to do this thing here. Um, if you are listening on podcast, come on over to YouTube. Like, share, subscribe. Get, get it out the way right now. Um, and grab a glass of your favorite red, white, Pinot de Agua, Rosé, whatever tickles <laughs> you and join <laughs> on the couch, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey. Shabbat's uh, speech gets better and better every day. I love it. Every week. Yeah, every week. Um, I hope y'all are having a productive week. So we're going to keep, we're going to get right into it because we talk a lot. Especially when we're, when our when our friend is here, we talk a lot. So uh, jump right into it. I, for those who don't know, this month we are doing Rieslings. Dun, 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 dun. Rieslings is one of our favorite wines. However, for all of those who know, I have been on Bring It Down from the wine. So my poppy breaks experience is that they're here of some tea. It is in the McDonald's cup, but it's not McDonald's tea. This is homemade. So there's that. Um, and I also didn't have time to go to the store to get the wine, even though I wasn't even going to drink it. It just to say it is so y'all can display it so I can display it. But I don't even know what I was going to get. So it'll be here at the wine out, needless to say. So Siobhan, let us know what your popping grace experience is going to be today. <laughs> so I have a Riesling, obviously, by Kendall Jackson. I had their Chardonnay at a sushi place one time. It was greatness. That's so, Chardonnay is in my cl- um, in my refrigerator right now. It's good. Mm-hmm. So I have their Vintners Reserve collection um, up there. And so that's what this is. And I'm actually looking forward to it. That's what I got. I want, I still want to know what type of reason we had at my wedding. I still don't know. Oh. I don't and that, know. Was my, that was my first time having a reason. Um, and it was at my wedding. And it was so good. Still don't know what it was. Um, still can't identify it. So that goes to let you all know our opinions are our own. We are not sommeliers. We just be guessing and reading stuff. So y'all, you know, we wrong. Just comment and let us know. We'll take it. We can take it. We can take it. We tough. We tough. We emotionally mature. Um, but please know if you come disrespectful, we clap back. Uh, just or you just get deleted and blocked because that has happened, y'all. That's a clap back. <laughs> <laughs> clap back. Next, yeah, clap back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway, jumping right into this. How is Chris 
right, beautiful ladies. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. So, Miss Crystal, since we've talked, you have been a bestseller. You have been Billboard Times Square. You yeah. have been doing all the things and growing. And I am like, 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 like stalkerish on Facebook, like, <laughs> like, like, like. Um, but definitely proud of you. And all Thank you. Accomplishments. And so now that you have gotten this emotionally mature. Mm-hmm. How we know what we worth? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, really. Like, what are some things that um, when people start thinking about self worth, what mm-hmm. is this to me? Um, what am I worth? What am I putting out there? What am I giving? How much of me to give? Mm-hmm. What are some things? What or what is a tool or a key or a note that you? Um, can give them to just identify or at least put some type of starting point to identify their self-worth. Yeah. So self-worth, honestly, um, when you start to not care what people think or say about you, right? I think a lot of times as women, we get caught up in the, well, what is the friend going to say? What is quote unquote social media going to say? Right. And when you literally get to a place of, I don't care what they're going to say. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. No means no. That means that you have actually found your voice. Again, we do get caught up in the trying to get the approval from other people, which means that your voice is tied up into other people. But the minute you say, I don't care what they say, what they think is the minute you know that you have actually found your voice. You have done the work. I'm like, oh, that felt good. I don't Uh, care about their opinions. What? Turn up. (laughs) (laughs) because it's tough I'm telling you it's tough because we we are looking we want the validation from people Mm -hmm. which makes you lose your voice because if that person does not validate you whether it's social media you don't get that like you don't get that love or someone doesn't back up the idea that God has given you then what your voice is tied up with them yeah yeah you start second guessing and trying to figure out other ways to look it's not gonna work we definitely understand that just in building this in itself because, you know, why? Like, what? Well, that's not a popular genre or, you know, that's not, you know, black people don't drink wine. That's a lie. That's but, a whole head of lie. Like, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and things like that. Um, so definitely finding your own voice is important. Mm-hmm. And, and then, so um, I- I'm sorry. I just wanted to say, and then just identifying where you lost your voice. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. I think that's also important because if you don't know where you lost it, then you're going to always, again, seek the validation. But once we look in the mirror, do the work that I told you to do the first time to do that work, then you're able to see and know like, okay, I know I lost my voice when I was a little girl. Maybe I, I was searching for something and someone shut me down. Maybe I asked a question and I felt less than. Once you identify, now you can work on that to then know I will never be put back in that place again. But it's going to take a, a self-reflection, a self-reflective moment to say, oh, that did happen to me. How can I be better in this? How can I not try to be a perfectionist or how do I not shut down? You have to identify to then find your voice. Yeah. Yeah. That was no deep. Right <laughs> Again, because y'all know I no. got 
My computer got oh, No, you weren't frozen. I saw you do this. <laughs> That's my, my thought thinking. Just mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so oh Shawan, you got something? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like you are are you oh you didn't open it yet because I felt like you was I didn't open it. Oh, you was enjoying it. Your judgment. Oh, she on like her third round. No. I was like, no, because <laughs> I thought so I think I subconsciously knew, but at the same time was like, wait, didn't but wasn't that just full? I mean, I ain't trying to clock your moment. It it's okay. <laughs> don't take I'm my just, voice, Michelle. I'm, don't take my voice. <laughs> <laughs> if my voice wants to be silent and drink this here recently, it will be. Don't take my voice. This, what, what was that movie? Be silent. Be still. Scream. Yeah. <laughs> Scream. Have a voice. Have a voice. Scream in front of rooftop. <laughs> Yeah. No, so okay, so you were emotionally mature. We figure out where we lost our voice. Now what? Mm. Now what? And I think for a lot of people, and I'll speak for myself, mm-hmm. the now what is the question. Okay, I I know I know this was the issue. I know why I did it. I know this is the issue. Now what? Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes when we speak, when we uh, have to speak up for ourselves or find ourselves or, or be confident in who we are, um, the now what becomes the bigger issue because where we do seek that validation, now we can identify this issue. Now I want to do this, but I want to do this the right way mm-hmm. for most. Now there are some people who I want to do this and I'm just going to do it and whether right or wrong, y'all going to live with it. Right. And I think sometimes that's not necessarily a bad thing mm-hmm. because maybe that's when you're like, okay, look, I know this ain't it and I don't know where it is, but I'm going to do this. And if I mess up along the way, somebody come and tap me and say, hey, if you tried that way instead. Mm-hmm. Trial and error is a thing, y'all. I'm a big person in trial and error. I've tried to air the whole lot of things. And um <laughs> his name was fly up today. Uh we will not talk about that. Uh yes, but I will say I have been able to find my voice um in certain things. So in a professional, let's say mm-hmm. someone at work, professional scene, professional arena. Um, let's give a scenario, you know. <laughs> we can use this minds. Um, you get a report back um, because you know how much work you've done on yourself to fix your tone, how you've talked to people, um, however your facial expressions don't necessarily hide it mm-hmm. very well. She's high. Um, <laughs> and your confidence can then be looked at or misconstrued as arrogance, um, condescending. Mm-hmm. Um, and power hungry. Mm. What are some things that you would say to the person who is getting that type of report, but that is who they are genuinely? What are some things that they, something that they could possibly do to possibly even tweak it, but don't touch it at all? So without losing that voice of them being their authentic self. Yeah. So a couple of things you can evaluate the situation, right? Okay. Take a step back. Let's see how this came across because sometimes our tone can't, 
can be taken the wrong way, right? However, also look at the person that's saying it to you because if they don't have a voice, if they are a certain way, they're going to always try to snatch away who you are. So I always say, look at both sides. Just take a minute, take a step back. Okay, well, did I say that wrong? Because sometimes we, again, we can say things wrong. But then the flip side is, well, why are you trying to take my power away? Because I didn't say anything wrong. I am being direct. I am a boss. And that tends to happen, unfortunately, to Black women. They think that we come off too aggressive or, you know, what we're saying is, oh, it's confrontational. What is it? It's intimidating. How is it intimidating? Because if I was a man, you wouldn't say that. If I was a white woman, you wouldn't say that. But because I'm bringing, I'm putting my point across and I'm doing it direct, because especially at work, there's no sugarcoating. Because Bob is going to say whatever he's going to say. Sally's going to say whatever she's going to say. But why is it that when it comes to a black woman, now we're aggressive. Now we're intimidated. We're saying the same exact thing. Uh So always evaluate who it's coming from, why it's coming from that person. But if it's something that you can tweak, like, okay, well, you know what? My tone was a little, all right, I had an attitude that day, right? That's when the self-checking comes in. Because sometimes Uh we can't, we might have a bad moment. Like, Uh dang, that was a little, all right, let me fix that, you know? Bob, I apologize if that came off that way. This is not what I meant. However, here's what it's supposed to be. Like your message can still be the same, but just change a little piece, but don't change who you are. Don't change your voice because I need you to be who you are. And that happens in the workplace where they do try to silence us. And I'm speaking on black women specifically because it happens to us all the time. And we are black. We's black. And I've seen it. I have seen it. I have, when I was working, I'm like, I, the girl said what I said. But because it was little Sally, it was taken differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I'm queen of facials, right? Because sometimes, you know, I got to fix my face. So I try to be conscious and I'm like, what? Okay. Hey. So I try to do that. Here's a tip. When you're talking to your bosses or whoever, because again, we're talking about work right now, right? Smile when you say it. Hey, Bob, you know, today, you see the difference? If y'all watching, you can see the, you're saying the same thing. Yeah, pop over to YouTube. But it's, it's that same, hey, so I noticed here that the report was this way and I submitted it, right? But if you go, hey, look, hey, Bob, so the way that report that I wrote it, you see how my, all that changed? Mm-hmm. But put a little smile on your face. Again, I'm not telling you to change who you are, but sometimes you're going to have to, you got to play, you got to play the game. When we talk about work. Yeah. Now, I will say this is what I, this is what I've learned in my, in my days and my years is know your audience first mm-hmm. of all, because there are going to be people in your job. I am her. She is me. We are one that don't want all the smile. I need you to get to the point. Yeah. yeah. I, co-worker who did the whole hey guys and she was I mean she was white but I had other white co-workers that did not do this so mm-hmm. I don't think I'm making this big blanket statement about white women but I because I had white co-workers that were white women that would come hey Siobhan's and such and such such because they knew mm-hmm. you could tell me. but I did have one that she was also a backstabber <laughs> who was the hey so you know if you would just do this I don't I don't need all that. And we actually at that job for one of our company retreats had to take personality tests. Mm. Um, share those out. Like they weren't private. You knew they weren't going to be private, but it was so you could understand who you were in this net. It was a web uh-huh. where fall and where everybody else fell. Mm-hmm. It was a matter of everybody learned that day. If you're going to talk to me, be direct. I don't have time for all of that. Mm-hmm. 
Some people don't. The other thing I will say is I think about my best friend who used to work in a very corporate place. She had a white guy boss who came in and said, had to have a meeting because HR is coming at people. Like HR comes at white dudes hard. And I had a conversation with yeah. one of my, my white guy friends about this. So he was just like, listen, I've heard that some of y'all have an issue with how I speak. This is the tone of expectation. And I remember this because she and I have adopted tone of expectation as mm-hmm. our mantra. <laughs> when people are like, mm-hmm. why do you speak like that? It's the tone of expectation. I have the tone of expectation. I expect these things from you because we're all adults. If you don't like my tone, I apologize, but you will may, I will maintain my tone of expectation. So I don't even think necessarily that it's just black women. I think what it is is people mm-hmm. feel comfortable trying to throw us on the, under the bus. Yeah. When they do Bob or Mike or John or Jim, mm-hmm. but instead they will, and in both cases, they tend to run to HR. But Absolutely. I that or with us they tend to be more confrontational because i know what situation michelle is talking about so i know what's going on there mm-hmm. and it went the way that it did because mm-hmm. you're black and they also looked at it as a peers thing instead of a boss thing and so it was that whereas when it comes to white men specifically and i, I don't really know what white chicks go through but white men specifically people just run to hr oh absolutely hide behind hr instead of doing it to them doing it comfort doing it head head on mm-hmm. Um, my thing is, and I, I just, I agree with everything. Cause that was pretty much what I told her when she told me, I was like, I mean, look at you and see if you really, you know, and you may have to adjust now. I, again, my number one thing with anybody, especially when you talk about having your voice is know your audience. And that goes with self-worth yeah. too, right? Like, know Absolutely. like if I know that no matter what I do in front of this guy right here, because he's a misogynist is not going to be worth, I'm not going to, it's not going to. I'm not going to engage. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I know that I'm talking to a clan member, I'm not going to talk to the clan member. I'm out. Like there, I, there's no point in us yeah. having this dialogue. Definitely agree. I know that um, when it comes to all of this, you do have a choice. So even outside of work, right? Because sometimes we're going to have to pull the HR card too. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I think we are, we are afraid to do that. Oh, I don't want to. Like you said, they go right there. And black people go too. So I don't want to make it about the race thing, but some people just go straight to HR. That's who they are. I had to learn that when I was in corporate America. Oh, you want to play? I'm about to play your game. So now HR, because now I need to document the things, right? That's why we have to see why a at all times, because they would try to throw you under the bus, regardless of who it is. But if you cover yourself, then it's like, oh, well, I documented this on such and such date. This is what I said. So then again, I'm big on that because that, that happened in my old job where this person always uh, always went to HR, but then was just so nasty on the floor and nasty emails. Well, let me print out these emails and take it to HR because you're not giving the entire story, right? So always CYA when it comes to that. But when it comes to people, you don't, you don't like you say, you don't have to engage. You can like, you know what? It's okay. I'm going to go talk to, I'll go around you. It's okay. Because you have to protect your peace and you're not going, you're not going to lose your job over oh, nobody. Period. Um, yeah, no, that's another part of finding your voice. Like, just know, know the different chains, know that, Hey, you know what? I can be powerful if I add this layer on, right. You don't have to fight all your battles yourself. Again, only because we're talking in the corporate world right now, you don't have to fight all the things yourself. But if we're talking about outside of corporate, you should have a support system as well that helps you to understand that you don't have to fight everything by yourself. You're going to have to add that. And in your personal life, you need to know to, to her point about that. Also speaks to not only knowing your voice, but knowing your worth. 
Mm-hmm. Worth more than sitting here and having a conversation with a brick wall. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not, my time is worth, even if I don't have self-confidence and I say this, this that's a personal thing and it's, that's a whole lot for another time, but I, yeah. Even if I don't have self-confidence or everybody wants to tell me I don't have self-confidence, I, I value my time. I have confidence in my time and I'm not going to waste my time. Mm-hmm. So, and that can go personal and that can go professional. Mm-hmm. Even if you are the person that everybody underestimates or doesn't want to be around, know your time. Know that if you're in a relationship, this man or woman, but we, we sis, let's wine. And so God, we're talking about God. Heter- mm-hmm. <laughs> this let's wine and because we are head roll on this couch okay so okay wasting your time lady it's time to be like i'm going to take my time reclaiming my time remember that we're gonna know the t-shirts got packed away i know the hashtag is died but the point still remains that you can reclaim your time you do not have to give your time to everyone at all yeah that that is true that is deep but some women because they haven't done the work to know their worth Mm -hmm. and their time they're going to settle for whatever they have now they will complain about it but they won't ever move from that situation and so that's when it gets a little tricky because yes your your time is very important we think that we have forever to live and we don't right but we get so caught up in the oh well maybe i can make them see my worth and now this goes for a job or relationship Uh you can't make nobody see your worth you can't you can do what you need to do and if they don't get it then okay i got i'm quick to be out i'm gone because my time is valuable even down to what i charge so the women that you know entrepreneur all the things that you have going on charge your worth don't let nobody tell you oh it's too expensive oh i'm just not for you next don't bring your price down that goes for your job if you want to raise and you know it's things you can negotiate go negotiate when you go when you go for your interview negotiate that price that they're showing you is not the real price Mm -hmm. it's okay to negotiate know your worth but we are scared to use our voice in that realm so that goes for work that goes for personal whatever it is you're going to have to speak up for yourself because if you make yourself cheap people are going give you pennies (laughs) you can't um, i'm about to throw shade at somebody you can't you have to know your worth right even if everybody else is telling you well you don't have a degree so you don't have work you do you still worth that job that's gonna pay you three times more than the one that you currently got because because you can't be that and to crystal's point earlier sometimes your support system gonna be there to tell you know your worth I'm throwing whole shade for those who don't know right now at Miss Ty and Michelle. Yes. <laughs> she did. See my hand right here. Because let me tell you this. Y'all know how many times I was told that I wouldn't get certain things that I don't have a degree? That I wouldn't be anything because I don't have a degree. Yeah, I'm doing better than those that have a degree. Let me tell you something. But what if I would have listened to them? They. Who are they? People will always project onto you what they feel about themselves. They want you to be a certain way. They want you to fall in line for what they have done. However, you're going to have to believe in yourself. It's going to take work. It's going to take some full on faith. Full on. Okay. Full on. Okay. (laughs) But you have to know who you are. But it's a process. But you're going to have to surround yourself with people who are in the same boat as you. Okay. Because if you are, I, you. I see the faces. Come on. Because if you're around, let me, okay, let's, let's do some numbers. 
If you want to be a millionaire, are you going to hang out with somebody that makes $1,000 a month? No. Who are you going to be with? The mindset is different. The levels that you go to, who you should be around. I'm not saying to give her their old friends. Like, okay, people kind of weed themselves out anyway. Mm -hmm. However, if you're trying to get to another level, you're going to have to be with people who are doing better than you so you can grow. That's important. The people that, if y'all on the same level, y'all always be right here. But here's the thing. Here's the trick to this. <laughs> this is the part that people don't want to talk about. When you're on the same level with your friends and you start to go here, oh, she acting different. Uh-uh. Uh -huh. Why she doing that? Uh, you better come back down here. No, ma'am. I'm going to keep elevating. You can come out with me. We can grow together. But that's also a piece of people trying to silence your voice because you're growing. But if you want to grow, if you want your voice to grow, if you want to be better, you got to change your circle. You're going to have to add some people that's going to push you. Because mm -hmm. if you're around the same people, then your voice is just going to be, you're just going to be low. No, we talk about that all the time. Find yeah. a circle yeah. where mm -hmm. people are going to push you and not assuming that everybody that questions you or challenges you is a hater. We we have been there. We literally just had the conversation. Everybody ain't a hater. Um, uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, no, definitely. I mean, since since I'm since I'm um you know since Shavonda, I mean, you're blasting me on the, on the first one, so I figured it was only right to blast you on this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> since since I'm that person, um, but if for a long time I was telling people speaking to what we were saying and understanding your self worth, um, I mean, I'm telling I need to elevate my caliber of friends because this ain't it. Uh, what are we doing? Why are we going? What is this conversation? And I was saying that, and I was saying that, and I was saying that, and that situation came up, and I literally just made up in my mind. I was like, look, I love her. I don't have no issues. What happened was definitely unfortunate and not the way that we had claimed due to other people, but that's fine. Now, if this person wants to have a conversation with me, we can have a conversation, and I can say what I need to say, and we can keep on growing and keep on loving and keep on X, Y, and Z. She never came to me for the conversation, but definitely went the other way. Still well care, respect is iffy because I know of some other things now, but respect enough where I'm not going to, you know, it's, it's no harsh feelings. It's no harm, no harm done. I don't want to wish any hurt, harm or anything on anybody, period. But no, definitely not. No, no real love lost. Like if she was to honestly call and say, hey, I need help and mm -hmm. I was able to, I would. Um, so it's that, but I definitely identifying first step is, and I would tell Shamal, I need to be kind of my friends. This is not gonna work. This is too much. Why I didn't go through this in high school. Mm -hmm. Why am I a full grown adult just now getting into the drama? What is this about? Um, so now circle extra small. Like, small, 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 like, what, who? Um, yeah. So I would say with that really quick, um, when it comes to your circle and when people start to just disappear, right? Mm -hmm. That is just God removing because the level where God is going to take you, certain people can't go. And he will reveal the things to you and it, it hurts. And it's like, what, what is happening? Like all this drama, like God, what? But if it, if the person is supposed to be in your life, there will not be all the chaos. 
Mm-hmm. And maybe you didn't see it before. Maybe it's starting to happen because you're about to elevate to another level. But when you elevate, I pinky promise the people that were there, they're going to start to disappear. However, there will be new people waiting for you as you go. And then people are going to support you on a level you can't even imagine because the old folks had to go. They had to weed themselves out. So hold on to that. And that goes for anybody. Hold on to that. If your circle starts to get a little funny and things start shaking up and it's like, that was my girl. What happened? Sis, there are people waiting on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> They're there. And I, I can say the women that I met last year, speaking from experience, you know, it's all no new friends. Yo, these new friends. <laughs> What? Those friends lie. That's what they were saying. Because they will take you to, I mean, and again, I still have my other friends. Like I'm not, you know, we're on different levels, but the people that aren't, that are not here currently, they had to go. And God is like, no, they're, they're not. They're no, <laughs> where I'm taking you, they cannot go. But the people that's waiting on the other side will literally elevate you. The things that you desire, they're going to take you to that place. They're going to put, they're going to speak your name into rooms that you thought that you did not qualify for. But you're fully qualified with them. Oh, come on and see uh, Michelle and Siobhan. Sure. What? I'd be like, huh? I mean, I, Siobhan is at you. I'd be like, whoa. I told Siobhan, I said, Siobhan, I'm in the me. I don't know if I'm supposed I told my boss. I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be. She was no. like, what? I said, but I don't what? know. I need to be in this room. Like, I this is a lot for me. No, you walk in confidently. Yes, I'm supposed to be here. And guess what? You start taking your notes and you show up period because there's something in that room that you're gonna have to there are places that I'm showing up and I'm like but I walk in like okay you want me to all right bet good morning let's go right and then the words that you need to speak will start to come Mm -hmm. you're gonna realize why you're there you are there for a reason is it intimidating sometimes yes Yes. However, you are there for a reason and it will all make sense by the middle of me you like oh girl I'm supposed to be here thank you <laughs> but at the beginning you like oh yeah definitely I was like oh okay so huh okay let's tell your sisters I don't know I'm supposed to be in that room like they was asking me questions and I'm saying like I just started three months ago I don't know nothing <laughs> you knew everything that's why you were in the room but that's the thing too is I will say to the point about friends <clears throat> you got to have or your circle you're going to have people who are content in where they are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they don't want better for you mm-hmm. not all great coaches play the game mm. you may have a great you know i got my okay i'm like come okay. on. <laughs> just because some, somebody can be an awesome basketball coach like awesome there are a bunch of them that they either were terrible when they played or they didn't play at all. It's two different viewpoints. Mm-hmm. It's two very different viewpoints. For us who, we grew up dancers, you be a wonderful dancer and a horrible choreographer. Yeah. Or oh, the, yes. I know so. You could be a great choreographer, a horrible dancer, great dancer, horrible choreographer. It's not, one does not automatically beget the other. And so you may have those friends that she's speaking to, I believe, that stick around, but it's not because they don't want, they want you to elevate. They, mm-hmm. which you could be, even if they're content at their 60,000 a year or they're content in whatever relationship situation they have or whatever else, but they want you to be your best self. I'm that friend. Get mm-hmm. you that friend. 
yeah, I, I like that. That's why, you know, because Michelle, yeah, she called me. I don't think I applied for the right job. They told me to, to apply for this job, but I don't feel like I'm qualified. Just apply for the job. No, because I don't. And speaking to, speaking to women, because this is what I had to tell Michelle, and this is what I had to learn for the job I have now, was the biggest thing, speaking of profession, speaking professionally again, the biggest mm-hmm. thing that messes up women is the need, the the belief that we have to be perfect. Mm. You have to check. And it's been studies done. And if it weren't for these studies and me finding them, I wouldn't have the job I have now that I love. We feel we have to check every box. I found a study uh, that said women and minorities feel like if you have a list of, you know, we've all seen job applications, right? And they say the qualifications. If, if if minorities and women look at those qualifications and say, let's say it's a list of 10, they feel they need to check nine, if not all 10, before they apply. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, men, especially white men, but men in general, will be like, I mean, I got four, I got five, that's good enough. And they will apply. And that's part of why they get the job. They don't necessarily check all the boxes either. But it's easy to get the job when you're the only candidate in the room it's easier when you're one of five because everybody else, and then they get that. So I had to switch my own mindset and I went through my professional transition to three, four years ago, which is why I could say to Michelle, go for it. I don't, but I don't, I don't have this and I don't have, it doesn't matter because we are doing ourselves a disservice expecting that we have to walk in the door perfect because John, Jim, Bob, and Mike do not feel that they have to be perfect. They're like, and again, it comes to self-worth and confidence of saying, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm me, I'm great. You're going to hire me even if I only stretch four boxes. And so I was so, I was so proud of her when she applied. I was even mm-hmm. more proud when she got the job because I'm that friend. And Shout I'm, out to the friend. You know, yes. oh, I definitely got because I wouldn't apply. I had you I promise you, I wouldn't. I was like, girl, I'm good. I've, no. I thought I was like, I don't even know what these last three things mean. Like, it they doesn't matter, Miss Chris. Let me tell you the conversation, okay? You ever heard somebody so much trying to get in their own way? Yes. And I'm not even that big of a woman on faith. I'm really much more of like a logic person. Michelle knows this. I, mm-hmm. I believe me and the Lord got a complicated relationship. But I came, I was so angry that I was just, I was trying not to be yelling and mad and, you know, all that stuff. But I know in talking to her, I didn't yell though. But I I had the tone of of expectation. Yes, you did. Because it was a matter of, I know your worth, even if you don't have a piece of paper. Mm. Piece of paper, and my piece of paper don't mean, it does not mean basura, it means nothing. Okay, because also understand that all bachelors, all degrees are not created equal. I have one in the fine arts. It's considered really nothing. So my thing was, the other part to this is, and I'm going to, I'm going to ask this person this question, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to get, I'm going to finish my rant and let her answer it. But how do you find yourself worse? Because I say that with, you know, I was the friend yelling at Michelle, like, you are worth it with a degree or not. That mm-hmm. does not dictate who you are, what you bring to the table. You have 10 plus years of experience mm-hmm. that that is in lieu of a degree. Fine. So you have 10 years of experience in lieu of a degree. Apply for the daggone job. What's the problem? Yeah. I don't understand the problem. Yeah. But yeah. I and then I went to the interview because of the way I felt, not knowing myself worth. I was like, and I felt like I 
butchered the first interview. Like when I, I walked out, I said, Siobhan, if they call me back, it's literally going to be God because I don't even know what I said in there. I do not feel like I was confident. I don't know, girl, I ain't getting no call back. I am going to take this other offer though, because it was still an increase from where I was. It was just like, it's okay. You know, I shot for it. You know what? God, I'm not supposed to be in it. Girl, they gave me a call back. I said, Siobhan, they must be crazy. But see, that's that self-doubt, right? That's that self-doubt that somewhere, because y'all know I be going deep, somewhere in your life, someone told you that you weren't good enough. Oh, and so, what was it? was Miss Blondeville, my seventh grade science environmental teacher. Um, she went around the classroom. She, long story short, she went around the classroom and asked everybody what they wanted to be. I've grown up around nothing but entrepreneurs outside of my mother. My mother works for the government. Everybody else is an entrepreneur. So I wanted to have my own dance studio and theater. And she literally looked at me and told me, girl, you can't do that. You're not smart enough to do that. Literally. And this was like the first week of summer break. Mm. And so and that right there. there. Yep. So that makes sense. And so that created this that doubt so that that seed of doubt was planted into you right so anything that you did and if somebody else came along they just added on they added on and added on right but again because you remembered it you recognize it but then you also have a friend who was pointing to see like girl you tripping like you better go apply for that daggone job we get caught up in the papers and any job that i had i'm be real i understand any job that i had i never ever ever qualified I didn't have the degrees I didn't I had the experience but I didn't care I was like I'm applying I don't care pick me or not my my time outweighs a degree and so every job that I had I got it but the flip side I always had people telling me I wasn't good enough. I wasn't worthy enough to have certain things, right? I don't know where that confidence, maybe it's the tourist in me. I don't know. But I always walked in like, I don't care, I'm gonna get it. But was I nervous? Yes. Did I feel like I didn't qualify? Yes, because I listened to other people. So when you figure out your self-worth, that's what I said earlier on, when you know that you have grown is that you don't care what anybody else says, what anybody else thinks about you because they're putting their self-doubts onto you. So your seventh grade teacher probably had a dream, probably supposed to be doing some things that she didn't do. And somebody told her she couldn't do it. So what happened to her? She gonna kill everybody's dream that came along. So the difference is when it comes to your voice, recognize it, number one. Number two, going for it. I hate to say do it afraid because that also plants a seed of fear, right? Mm -hmm. I will never tell you to do it afraid. I'm going to tell you to go walk in it. What's the worst they're going to say? No. Guess what? Those no's get you closer to your yes. And you never know what God has for you when you're walking it. But it's that, what we talked about earlier, that faith walk. Taking that step to be like, let me just go do this. I know, child, girl, I don't qualify, but I'm going to do it. And then you get the call, be like, what? Girl. Guess what? It's because you took that step because you believed in yourself. So the thing that we are most afraid of doing is the thing that you should be doing. So how do you find that self-worth? Like, how do you, how do you, how do you cultivate that and foster that in yourself? So a couple of things. I already told you to identify where certain things happen surrounding yourself with people 
certain people, not everybody, because you got to might they might <laughs> infiltrate. Discernment right? is you gotta it. Gotta use discernment. <laughs> but doing that work and be like, you know what? What can I do different? How do I want my life to look? But that means taking a chance on yourself. But you're gonna have to have people that are in your ear, like, girl, just go do it, right? Because we cannot do all the things by ourselves. So you need a Shivani life. You need a crystal. Because listen, you call me if you would have called me. Girl, let me fill this out for you. Here. So, and I think that's the other part. I can do that for others. But for me, I'm like, I mean, I'm... But you got to show up for yourself. And so that's when you had to identify. And that's what you're going to have to do. Here we go with the forgiveness, right? <laughs> You're going to have to forgive the things that people may have said to you, said about you. You're going to have to forgive, forgive yourself for the things that you have also said about yourself to make you feel like that you weren't worthy enough. What has happened? So when I talk about, y'all know I'm a coach. So what? So it's not a, a, um, a straightforward thing. You're going to have to do the work. You're going to have to. You're going to have to either invest in a therapist, invest in a coach. Like depending on where you are, you can have both, right? But those are the people that are going to help you to find your voice, to know your self-worth, to push you to that place. You may not have a friend because everybody don't have friends that are going to push them. Like it depends on your situation, right? But if you invest in yourself, if you actually say, hey, you know what? Maybe this person can help me. I had a client, lived in Colorado, very successful woman, didn't have a real voice. Mm. What? If you come to Crystal, you finna find your voice and then some. And so our first session, 30 minutes, mind you, she has been a therapist. She has been to coaches. I gave her, she told me I gave her more in 30 minutes than she received in six months. I am the person that will push you but you're going to have to invest because we cannot do the things on our own. There are so many things, so many triggers that may happen, things that we may not recognize. Yes, you recognize your seventh grade teacher is where you started, but what if somebody put that in the back of their mind? They don't understand where it came from. So they're going to always self-sabotage. Well, now you need somebody that's going to help you to recognize what it is. Now we're going to deal with it. And then you're going to see the fruit of you saying, hey, that wasn't about me. That was about them. That was their beliefs they're putting onto me. That wasn't about me, but it's going to take the work. So all the things that I'm telling you, it's not just uh, to show up. Like people say to just be confident and walk in, but confidence isn't a feeling. Mm-hmm. You just got to go. You got to do. Confidence is not a feeling. It's not a feeling. You can pretend that you're confident and inside you ain't confident at all. You're not, right? But what are the steps that are going to make you confident? What is it about the work that you're doing that's going to make you confident? How are you going to be better in that thing to make you confident? That's the difference. You're going to have to invest. You're going to have to find, again, everybody may not be on your level. Everybody may not be on the the friendship wise. There are people that just don't have friends that are about anything. Unfortunately, it happens, right? But surround yourself with people that will push you, that will open up your eyes. You're like, dang. Well, maybe I do got it. Now, there are people, I'm going to be real, regardless of what you say to them, they're going to always have that self-doubt because they haven't done the work. So that's a different level. But that's where the coaches come in. That's where the therapists come in. I would say a coach, I'm plugging myself. That's where the coach will come in because we're going to, I'll speak for me, when anytime I have anybody that comes comes in my life, coach or not, right? I push them. I open up their eyes to see, well, where did this thing happen? Where did it start? Now, how can we deal with that? So now you can move forward in the things that, y'all know me, me and God, that God has for you, right? 
but for so long, women have been torn down. You have gone through some type of trauma. Any and everything have happened to you and you don't know where to start. Well, you got to get a coach. You got to get a therapist and you have to do the work. So then you are confident. That's where it starts. So question. Oh, episode. Sorry. <laughs> I was told about trusting after trauma. That's all I was going to say. Oh, come on. Trusting oh, after trauma. Cause I got a oh, whole yeah. thing. Okay. Sorry. We, yeah, we, we did that. Um, so speaking of in the realms of trusting after trauma, mm-hmm. I know for some fear, confidence is great. Confidence mm-hmm. is awesome. What, how would you tell someone to address the fear of success? Because I noticed that, again, not just me, it's just, I've been around others, it's, there were a lot of other friends that I've had um, where they would do and they knew they could, but it was the fear of keeping it up, mm-hmm. the fear of what's the next step after that, the expectation level goes up. How do you have, what is something that you can tell someone on how to manage the fear? And I don't know if I, it's fear, but the, I, I would say fear of success. Cause that's like a real thing. Some people yeah. don't because now how can I keep this up? How- so I would say it's a poverty mindset. It's a lack mindset. Um, if you grew up in a space where if you got to a point of success and then everything fell apart, you're nervous, right? And it's like, dang, well, I got here and then everything blew up. But why did it blow up? What did you see growing up? Again, I'm telling you, all these things just go back to your childhood. It's things that you saw. It's things that even as you grew and you may have had a a pinch of success and then it's like, oh, shoot. Oh, okay. But here's the thing. Who are you doing it for? Are you doing it for other people to validate you and your success? Or are you doing it for yourself? That's where, again, you're going to have to check yourself because most people are doing it to keep up with the Joneses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you're actually doing it for you, then your success will be your success. So not being afraid to be successful, not being afraid, oh, how am I going to keep up with it? Well, you worried about keeping up because you worried about what what Tony and them finna say about you. (laughs) Not what you have said about yourself. All these names, yeah, Sean, Tim, Tom, Tony, Sean, look. Sorry, I know. We're not talking about you specifically. We're not talking about y'all. But it's it's true. It's it's that... um, the syndrome of listening to others and worry about what other people are thinking. And so your measure of success is because of what someone else says versus what is it for you? So you make your own goals. You say, Hey, I know that I want to make $5,000 in this month. I'm just throwing out numbers. Okay. Then you're going to set, you know, but you're going to set your goal to make that. If you don't, if you get to 4,300, guess what? That's still something. But if you're worried about, yeah, I hate to go back to social media, but that's what happens. You put all that stuff on social media. I'm about to do this and do this. And you don't make it. Oh my God, I failed. Did you fail? You mean online said you failed because you're putting too much pressure on yourself. So for the people that do have that fear, okay, how can I keep up? Ask yourself that genuine question. Are you asking for you? Are you asking for other people? And when you take a moment to step back and look at it, our success is usually measured on what somebody else thinks or says about us. Because if you tell somebody that you want to make a certain amount or whatever it is, yeah, and then you don't, then you miss it. Oh my God, what are they going to think? Oh, how can I keep up with that? Well, what are they going to say? 
but even if success to that, you just, you just gave me, thank you for coaching me in this moment. Cause I just had a moment okay. mm-hmm. because mine isn't that, but I realized my fear of success is attention mm. because my fear is like, I, and it's a double-edged sword with me, which is a lot of stuff. I'm very, I'm a very contradictory person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle knows that. Because I tell somebody like, oh, I want to get married. What, you going to date? I don't want to date, though. Like, no, he just, <laughs> <laughs> like, right mm-hmm. through my window. Like, there was a meme the way back. I don't know if you saw a couple years ago that was like, so all these ladies that don't date, you expecting your your future husband to break in your house? Yeah. 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 You're going like, to be there to rob me, say I'm cute, give me a ring, we get married. What's the problem? I don't understand. Um, but I say that because, like, I think of, like, this podcast, for example. Mm-hmm. If it gets successful, that brings attention. Okay. And I've always been a person who, even when I was a dancer, I prefer choreography. And everybody told me, you great at choreography. Thank you. Because I'd rather be the storyteller. As Michelle knows, I write, I choreograph. Most of the stuff I do is in the background. When we started this podcast, it was audio only because of me. Because mm-hmm. I was like, no one can see me. I'm going to be in the back, the back, the back. Back there somewhere. And I agree because the lazy me was like, that means I ain't got to get dressed. <laughs> but you only got to get dressed up, not the bottom. You can have your PJs. I'm just saying. No, no, no. When we were doing audio only, you weren't going to see yeah. it. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. Mine was because she was cool with it because it made her be lazy. It didn't matter what she wore. Mine was, I don't want people to see me. And I know that that goes to my childhood. I know good and damn well mm-hmm. what them know all of that my biggest concern is if this goes successful that attention because i'm an introvert mm-hmm. like be from the camp even doing this was like yeah cool but we only get like 90 something people 80 something people a couple that da- more down we get more downloads when we do views on youtube primarily mm-hmm. but as we get more subscribers now on youtube we just hit a milestone yeah for us um it makes me anxious because all success isn't even necessarily monetary, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is my, and so I guess I'm speaking to the other people like myself that my biggest fear is attention and I want to be successful. And if I could be that millionaire that nobody, nobody sees, cause there's a bunch of millionaires yeah. in the world. People don't even know exist. Yeah. I could be one of them. I'd be like in heaven. But if this podcast goes where a lot of people have told us it could go, should go, whatever, my biggest fear has been the attention because it's front-facing. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I just say that to bring up, you know, another level of people who are afraid of success because it's Mm -hmm. not always necessarily a monetary. It may be if your fear of success is you have a fear of success because it means attention will be brought to you. Or you Mm -hmm. have a fear of success because it means that you will be in a different, you will have to move and you've been comfortable in Chicago, but you're going to have to take your behind to Dubai. You know what I mean? Like whatever that may be, I guess that's, that's my come, that's my come to Jesus moment. And so thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So I will say, um, believe it or not, I am an introvert as well. And I'm the background person. I'm the, my nonprofit. I was in the back. Who fit to speak? I'm not speaking nowhere. I'm a head of people come in. I don't want no attention on me. I'm just doing what God told me to do. And that's kind of it because again, same thing, childhood. I didn't want the attention on me. That's just not who I am. But the flip side, so let's speak about you because I'm about to have a coaching session, right? So you, 
Yes, it's your turn. But you being in this space where you wanted to be in the background, you didn't want to be out front, but you now being out front, somebody needs to see you. Someone needs to hear you. Somebody else's breakthrough is tied to your obedience. So when you are growing, when you are speaking, the things that you are doing, somebody's like, oh my God, who was that Siobhan? She just helped me, right? So it's bigger than you. It's not about you. It's about somebody else. So by you taking that step, by you being the introvert, but now you out here in these streets and you're like, oh my God, the podcast great blow up. But what if God needed to use you in that moment to help somebody else because you spoke up? If you keep saying in the background, people cannot have their breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Oh. And that is the key. So the things that we go through is not about us. Yes, you're going to heal from that little girl. This is actually what you don't realize. It's actually helping you heal. Because you are now finding your voice. You are now in the, in the front. It's like, dang, I don't want to be out here. But God is like, no, nah, I got something for you. Come on. Come on out front. It's going to be a person. I'm telling you. Thanks, Shavana said something. I actually saw her face. And she... Mm-hmm. She done helped me. And this podcast done helped me. What in the world? And so when it comes to me, again, y'all, people be thinking I'm lying. I'm like, no, I'm really an introvert. Like, I don't really like to be out here in these streets. But <laughs> the elevation that God will put you on because you are being obedient because somebody, I'm going to say it again, somebody else's breakthrough is tied to your obedience. And so if I didn't write this book, I wouldn't have all the opportunities that came up. 10,000 podcasts, radio show, all the things. But this girl who never wanted to be out here. And the people that have had a breakthrough because I open my mouth because I'm showing my face and mm-hmm. you're going to start to see the levels and be like, dang, God, you want me to do what? But I don't like to do that. And God's like, it's not about you. I don't like people. Y'all don't like people? I don't like people. I don't like them, but I love them, right? I love them. I, I love them. Like, I like kids. Like, I'm not a full introvert, but I'm not a full extrovert. I'm a half a half. So I don't even have a half. I'm for real. Like Crystal Brooks can be in her pajamas in the house and do stuff behind the scenes. However, God is like, no, I got work for you to do. I don't necessarily want to be like doing all the work behind the scenes, but I don't want to be necessarily in the front. Like I'm good with being in the middle. Like I'm good, in the I'm good with like being on the stage and the back. The issue is mm-hmm. where I'm comfortable there because I have some mm-hmm. ability to break things down, to do X, Y, and Z, to do oh, certain uh-uh. things. I'm going to cut you off. Y'all hiding. When you're but comfortable, you know you're hiding. But you know what? I had a moment just right now. Just say, right. Let me tell you, we're going to have to have you on more commits, Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Moments. Like, I, I'm having a moment. It might be the recently. <laughs> it's me and the Riesling, okay? Um, because hearing Michelle say that, I know she's, I think that's the push. You know what I mean? I'm not, she's like, I'm good on the stage in the back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm good on the stage in the back, but I prefer to be, listen, I choreographed this piece. I don't want to be in it. Matter of fact, I had a piece. I've had three pieces that I've choreographed over the course of my life that I had to be in because something happened to a dancer that I was like, Jesus, I don't want to do this. One of them was like, I really physically don't want to do this because I choreographed this without me in mind. And so I did like an amazing amount of running and like jumping and like, and God was like, yeah, she's going to do some of that. And I literally did. Like, after I performed it, I fell out on the floor backstage, okay? I'm, my kids were there. They saw it. It was real happy. But I'm thinking, 
even hearing Michelle say, you know, she's good on the back. And I'm like, yo, I'm good in the in the balcony. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm in the soundstage. But I think that's part of why we had, I'm starting to understand why we have this together. Mm-hmm. This podcast and why we have the friendship we do. Because I'm good in the back. <laughs> I'm good off stage. But I know that, like you, I'm a helper. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm going to make it happen. So even when she was like, I want to start a podcast. Well, I know the podcast ain't going to happen if I don't help because it's Michelle. And mm-hmm. she'll be here on this podcast today. And then in three months, over three weeks, she'll be on something else. It won't never happen. And it's actually a really good idea. I support that idea. So let's make that idea happen. And then it was like, okay, because I said in the beginning, oh, so you want a podcast? I figure out, oh, no, we should do it. So we you come on with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we doing it, then it's audio only because I'm oh that's fine. I know that's fine. Just, and then you know what stuff. happened? You know what happened, Miss Crystal? What doing happened? we started doing in colors, which was like every month we would do it this way that we do now regularly. Mm-hmm. And the editing time was so much faster mm-hmm. that I was like, yo, and I said the boyfriend, as everybody knows him. We're going to have to just do next year all all in color because it cuts time. I can't keep, I'm stressed doing, doing it my way. God, Lord Jesus. Look at that. Come on with, mm-hmm. come on, Jesus. I'm stressed doing this my way. I'm tired. It's taken away from me. It's taken away from you. It's taken away from all this stuff. It's ours. Whatever we do in color, it cuts for, it cuts all the stuff I have to do in like, not even half, like, ridiculous like cuts 90 percent of it is out the way Mm -hmm. i can edit this and get it up in like an hour versus like not we're gonna have to do it all in color and he was like even he was like you don't like being i know i don't she said that she was like you want to do all of them in color i said we're gonna have to because i i can't i can't keep it's not sustainable Mm -hmm. the audio only way it's not sustainable it's not Mm -hmm. i can't do it i can't keep doing it so we went or whatever and so think this works because i'm like yo i'm way i'm way good in the back and she's like now you gotta come to the front with me because fine i'll come on stage with you but if i come on stage and that puts me in the back and that pushes her to the front you see what i'm saying like and then i feel like we keep we keep doing this where yeah like you move i gotta move you move i gotta move and so I'm what did i not. say i said that your Somebody else's breakthrough is tied to your obedience. Didn't I say that? And then you just have a moment of saying, oh, who's doing a guy's way? Because when you do it, when we do it our way, it'd it be, be a lot. It'd be a lot. It'd be a lot. Right? It'd be a lot. But when we surrender to the thing that God is, t- listen, because y'all ain't now. Okay. But when we surrender, when God wants to push you and he's going to put you with people that's going to, hey, we're going to push together. We're going to do this together. Now we're going together. And then things start to become easier because guess what? You're together. So you're finding your voice. Michelle, you're finding your voice. <gasps> Are we doing this together? Are we growing together? Oh my gosh. What's about to happen? <gasps> the number one podcast? What? Because you are moving together. You are supporting each other. When others may tell you that you can't do it, you shouldn't do it, this ain't going to do X, Y, and Z, but y'all like this. Y'all not listening to the naysayers. A doubt may come in, but you all, it could be a day that Siobhan, you are having a rough day and Michelle picks you up and vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is where God has you. So while y'all was trying to be in the back high and it was, did I say y'all was high and early? Didn't I say, come on. 
when y'all be trying to hide, God is like, no, I need you to go forward. Because think about this. I wouldn't have been on here twice if y'all weren't obedient. Who are we helping with this podcast? Look, past yeah, collection plate. We just celebrated two years. We just hit 100 we, episodes. We, this, this, this has been definitely a milestone. It's moving forward to be a milestone a year for us mm-hmm. um hitting two years hitting 100 episodes hitting 100 genuine organic subscribers yep. and not buying them yep. um, and we've gotten those as i'm sure you have those emails we can help you with your yeah, and it's like no thank you um, um, i don't want bots <laughs> i want real people i want real people now you know it's like okay so we got the 100 now we get these people to engage right so it's still growth um there and and I will say that's the one Siobhan knows she's my friend that I go she's not gonna tell me necessarily what I she gonna tell me what I want to hear but she gonna tell me the real stuff too yeah that's what you need listen if you call me if anyone okay so my friends can tell me (laughs) (laughs) if you call me I feel like we a lot of like we don't we are there's no sugar coat I'm telling you if you call if you want something watered down don't 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 call me don't even call me because you a tourist. I'm a cancer. Won't play that. We don't Won't. play because why we got time? Who playing? Like if you want the real answer, I'm gonna give it to you. If you want the fake answer, call somebody else because I can't get somebody else to do it because it's not. It ain't me, but I, I am that friend. I don't care. Yeah, no. And and the thing yeah, is, I'm yeah, but I'm never disrespectful. I'm gonna no. tell you what it is, and if you don't like it, I don't care. Because I want to make sure that you're going to be better. You can never say that Crystal is going to tell you something that's going to make you mm-hmm. not better. Mm-hmm. So if you at a point where you better, oh, what happened? Didn't I tell you that three weeks ago? <laughs> no, oh, okay. No, I'm saying because see, the Taurus got the horns, y'all, and we Cancers got them pinchers. We come with the crap. We here, so I get it. We here, we here. Yeah, why I got time for that? But yeah, don't call me if you if you want me to. Oh, honey, the ice cream is just wonderful. No, get up. But I think that's another reason why, because like I had to tell my manager, she was like, what is it that you need for me? I was like, for lack of better words, I need you to put your foot in my ass. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to, where, yeah, and I'm a punk. I'm a sensitive punk. I'm a, I'm a sensitive, th- I'm a sensitive thug. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see that. But. I'm a thug, but I'm a crap, but I'm a thug though. Um. And I told him, but I also, I guess it's probably because of the way I grew up. My dad was that person. He was that, no, I'm going to give it to you. I guess now my dad really don't care about emotions. Like he's not emotion driven whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So having that now it's like, I received the information that way. Get, put your foot, <laughs> tell me, no, this is yeah. not right. Tell me you could do this better. Let me, I'll work through my emotions. I'll go yeah. through all of that. But then at the end of the day, I know I got a job to do. I have an assignment. I have, there's work that needs to be done. And this is how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Even if done. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't got to like it. Let me, us, Tor, I don't know, Cancer, you may be the same, but we don't like people to tell us that we did something wrong either. I'm just saying. Because we'd be like, what you? All right, I'm going to do this. Okay, let me, I mean, okay. I'm normally the one that's telling you about yourself. You can tell me about me. 
got an attitude. Be like, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? But then we work through it, right? Now we cry. We, you know, we thugs and we cry too, right? Be like, all right, what they say? Let me go do this. But then it makes everything for the better, right? Like depending on who you're talking to, it's, it's not a bad thing. You're going to have to grow. And in growth, you're going to be uncomfortable. Completely. Well, that I think it is. Taurus is because I've known a couple. Mm-hmm. We do the same. I'm a May Taurus, though. I'm a May. If it's April, they don't count. Okay, oh, I don't know if, what's the difference. I know that the Taurus. They're crazy. The Taurus, I know when they you tell them they're wrong, they go storming through the China shop. They they knocking everything down. They don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. Cancers, when you like, yo, you messed up, we go right in the shell. Because mm-hmm. that's where we go safe. We will go in the shell and we will be here. And I do that. Like we had a conversation literally like last week. Um, or two weeks ago for 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 the, for the culture, our hundredth episode, and I said my thing when somebody gets on my nerves is to go here because I go internal mm-hmm. before I come back out. Yeah. But no, I don't like being told that I'm wrong because I'm usually the one checking everybody else. And everybody. So if you do that, I got to go to my soft mushy space. But me, I'm usually the one coming out pictures ready for who who we doing? Who we what we doing? You need you need me mm-hmm. to kick you in your behind? Cool. But to Michelle's point, I think, or the conversation that we've been having about your childhood, your childhood impacts your adulthood. Absolutely. Mine was, I grew up in a house with an Aquarius and a Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. It was very, yeah, my mommy's a Sag. We love Sagittarius. Um, but both of them were scientific people. One was, a, both of them, one was a computer tech, the other was an engineer. So there is no sugarcoating in science, man. Yeah. And that's the house I grew up in. So even for me being a moody, more emotional cancer, I didn't get a lot of that part of me was not nurtured. So I mm-hmm. shell. I go right in my shell when I get emotional or I pinch out and I'm cutting cla- I'm cutting crab claws at everybody. Everybody got to die. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's why we get we 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 get along. You know, we make mm-hmm. this happen. And yeah, you know, cancer, we want we want the best for everybody. We also the mothers, we the mothers of the of the zodiac. We want to mm-hmm. nurture and love everybody, but put your while putting your behind because we want you to do You gotta do better. I get it. Same. Um that was a lot of things. I think for me in childhood, I had to, I was always protecting others. Me too. Right. And so that's what it boiled down to. So when it comes to, oh well, I mean, I can tell you all the things about yourself, but you come telling me something. Who? Wait a minute. Oh. I don't like that. I don't I like got- how it feels. But I, I'm at the place now. It's funny. Even more recently, I'm at the place now of, well, I'm, I'm now all of a sudden I'm surrounded by a bunch of Tauruses. Like I wasn't before. I, I don't know what this is, Jesus. Okay. It's like <laughs> looking in the mirror, like who are you talking to? I'm talking to you. Okay. We're talking to each other. Right. But it's the, dang, that's how I talk to people. Okay. Mirror came well, up. Yeah, and I was like, all right, well, hold on. Let me take the advice. Mm-hmm. Let me actually be quiet. Cause you know, we be, we might write and fight, right? Let me be quiet. Let me actually do what they said to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a different ball game. Mm-hmm. When you actually listen and then do changes your life. So for anyone listening, if someone who was giving you the good advice, not not no shady advice. Yeah, we're not like, talking you, about no shady Okay, shady. I just want to make a disclaimer because everybody ain't right. Use your discernment. We're saying in the good, healthy circles. Circle, the, the healthy zones. But do something different. 
I know we're talking about being uncomfortable. I'm telling you, the thing that's going to make you the most uncomfortable will be the thing that's going to take you to the next level. So with this podcast. Oh, I mean, I got to write this email. Yes, write the email. Do the thing. Whatever it is, that's, that's going to be like, oh, I don't want to. Just go do it. Literally. And then you're going to start to see things happen in your life. Be like, dang, I should do that a long time ago. But I will never say do it afraid. And I had to learn that because when you do something afraid, that doubt and fear will always come in, which is the enemy. He's going to be whispering. I'm told you couldn't do it. Like, hold up, right? So we're trying to block those things. And that's a whole nother, that could be a whole nother podcast, y'all. We're going to have like 15 podcasts. But <laughs> but it's something that we, we release like every month and it's just going to be us. It's going to be us. But I, I really think that people need to get that concept that, because you know, there are books out here, do it afraid. People saying, do it afraid, do it afraid. But you don't understand that you're putting that fear onto you. Mm-hmm. And that you you won't be successful because everything you do now, you're doing it afraid. And you're creating an ex- a level of anxiety and stress yes. that doesn't that doesn't not necessarily doesn't have to be there. Doesn't have to be um, there. Yeah. Do it afraid. Just do it anyway. That's what my mom used to say. Do it anyway. Yeah. Because what again, what is it gonna hurt? You, you gonna get a no? You heard no before. You heard I no. Mean, and that's something that I try to um implant in my children and and I let try to let others know it's okay well no is healthy yes because the word no is extremely healthy um and we have to where we aren't we don't like the no's (laughs) they may make us uncomfortable but to get a no is actually healthy because then at that point now you're building your resilience. Yes. Now you're persevering. You know, now you're being, well, what I tell my children is now you're being brave because they got, they can understand that a little bit better. Yeah. Um, at their younger ages, they're being brave, you know. Um, so, you know, it's doing something in spite of. So mm-hmm. it's that whole thing. Um but yeah, you yeah you doing it afraid. Yeah, it you're putting yourself in a, a very vulnerable position. Um, we got to be careful with Yeah, be at your self worth when you keep doing things afraid because right. now that makes it a thing like you also have a bad thing because fear is a natural re- response to mm-hmm. danger. It's a natural response to danger. So if you keep doing stuff even when you're afraid, you putting yourself in you have the potential to put yourself in danger unnecessarily so yeah. just do it anyway do it in spite of yourself that fear or or whatever that may be but don't don't do it in fear because then you won't start making stupid decisions right and it's like wait why are you on the side of the road well i did it free no my fight or flight we didn't we didn't say do that the we, we got to change the narrative but it's just it's, it's, so, <laughs> but it's just so many other things for real y'all and I, i'm speaking from experience and just where i've been i know i've been on before but where i've been in the last six months and taking the the leaps which we talked about earlier but taking those leaps and just doing the thing that god is like just go do it I'm like what <laughs> okay right just jumping. You're just going to have to jump. I say jump because oh, y'all just, I'm not even going to go there because we're going to be here for like another five hours. But just know on the other side of your yes, it's amazingness. It is. Your account can look funny. Your friend circle can look funny. But when you get to the other side, and we always going to be going to the other side. Like, let me say, it, it ain't like you, it's just done. It's, it's like, ready? 
Okay, boom. Okay. Oh, you trusted me there? Okay, here's the next step. Okay, now here's the next step. But if you keep delaying the thing that you should have done, you'll never get to your destination. And it's a journey. But trusting and knowing that the recap, trusting your circle, praying like, hey, God, if they're not supposed to be here, let them go. Now, don't be surprised when they all go. <laughs> <laughs> don't you be looking at her. Hold on. Don't, don't, okay. don't turn into what's the name? Rose from off the Titanic. I'll never <laughs> let go. I'll never let go. You're going to have to let go. But, guess but what? she even let go. She broke your man's thumb to let go. So yeah. she was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah, but God will, God will remove them. And it's going to be out of your control, right? <laughs> but anything that is removed from your life, I promise you there will be something 10 times better. And so just don't, I keep saying, don't be afraid to take that step. Make sure you have a, a sister circle that will pour into you. Because again, as women, we don't have that. Or we think that we have to do it on our own. We have to be superwoman. You don't have to be. You will not be strong every day. You won't be. Okay, get the help that you need, get you a therapist, get you a coach. Guess what? We get our, we go to the doctor, we get our hair done, our nails done, our pedicure. Why can't mental wellness be a part of your self-care routine? That's important. You want to heal from childhood trauma? Talk to somebody. And you your yes, and I'm going to say this for me, I'm speaking to myself, but I'm speaking to all of y'all who are out there in case like Crystal said, somebody else needs to hear it. Your yes doesn't have to be resounding. It does not have to be yes to the shrine of the heavens. It can just be, I mean, like. You think I ain't had no attitude? Like, all right, yeah. As long as you move it, and I say that because, like I say, I did not, y'all, when I tell y'all I did not want this to be where y'all see us every week, I was good. I thought I was good. I was mentally, I was good. Mentally Mm -hmm. being audio only, and you just hear this, but there is, there was no YouTube. YouTube was some slides and some bitmojis. And if y'all go way back to the original episodes, it was some slides and some bitmojis with an over an audience. Mm-hmm. But it just became too much to try to sustain. And after not even a full year, because y'all, we launched in May, as y'all know, Cinco de Mayo is our anniversary. So we talking, we don't even record in December, y'all. We talking like six months, literally. After six months, your girl said, I can't do this. I can't do this my way. I can't do this the way I wanted to. I can't do this in the audio. So we're going to have to do this in color. All of them are going to have to be in color. And it was, it was, I really, it was a battle because I really didn't want to do it. I really didn't want to do it. I really didn't want to do it. For the, for what I said before about fear of my, my fear of success and what success looks like to me and the platform of having to be seen every week and hope that I don't wear the same shirt two weeks in a row because my, my wardrobe is <laughs> like what? If you do... So what? Because I feel like I had... Like, I legit was like, I feel like I wore this tan shirt last week. But guess what? They about to what? get it again. It's clean. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's my only thing. That's my last my last thing to say is just, your yes does not have to be resounding. It can just... It can be begrudgingly. It can be a begrudging yes. Yeah. Period. I agree. And... Yes. Mm-hmm. The last thing that I have to say is, yeah, first thing they said, y'all, because this was a lot. Like, this was a lot. So take your time. If you need to watch it two or three times to grab something different each time, go ahead and do that. Click on the links to go to other episodes because, y'all, we, we get deep. We, I mean, yeah. we, we, we get deep, surface level deep. Well, 
we don't have enough time to like dig, dig. But we 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 scratch surfaces, you know, we dig a little hole. No intro. Miss Crystal back because she's she's the coach of God. Please find yourself Crystal Brooks or Crystal Brooks in your area because she 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 came on this podcast and I found some things. And I'm telling you, it's funny because my mother asked me if I needed to go back to therapy like two months ago. And I said, for what? Mm. Because therapists don't work for me. But I think I might. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to be I'm going to be disobedient real quick. I'm not going to lie. That's who I am. That's why me and God have a complicated relationship. That's why we have. <laughs> we did get you a coach. Mm-hmm. I may need to look into taking some bigger, better looks at myself, but I learned some things here. So I'm sure y'all learned some things here. It was, it was hard. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, I guess I learned some things tonight. Oh my right. gosh. <laughs> y'all, we do know that sometimes self-exhausting. Tourists, we don't like to be told. We, you know. We don't, but when we actually listen, it's amazing. So, you know, I'll, I'll give you, I don't know if I said this last time, but I'm going to give you all some, a tool that you can use before we exit out. Okay. Yeah, I know I'm a forgiveness coach, right? So when we talk about identifying the things that have happened to us in our childhood, all the things, I want you all to create a tree. I want you to draw a tree. So you are the base of that tree. Okay. So you're the, what is that? The trunk? right? Mm -hmm. And as you branch up, so you're going to have your branches and your leaves on the branch. I want you to put the person's name that you need to forgive Mm. the leaf. I need you to put what they did that you need to forgive them of. So if your name has to go on that branch and the leaf, please put your name on there as well. That's how you're going to start to open up that door to forgiveness, to start to heal. Because if you don't identify it, you just holding on to it. If something comes up and trigger you, what you doing? Did you do the work? Did you identify what this is? I have on you another episode because <laughs> that just raised a whole other question in my head. Yeah. But if you don't like, no. You then, will know. Pause. That you don't know who what they did or who it is? Is that like, what, what you're about to say? Like, you you what if you don't know if you have like you think you have but you don't know if you have so when you start to write it i had a client that did the same thing oh i I forgave okay do your tree all of a sudden all the things started coming back so you know that you have not forgiven is when when you start to write that thing out even if you saw the person in public and your pressure goes up you have not forgiven them fully you can pretend all day that you forgot i forgave mine worry about them and you see them and then all of a sudden you get hot you're like, oh, hey, no, you didn't forgive him. So what work are you actually going to do? The first step is to identify and be real and don't be fake with it. You might have a big old tree, but that's okay. That's what I'm leaving y'all with tonight. I don't even think mine would be a big tree. I think it's going to be one branch with a whole lot of leaves. I don't know if I got any other branch, but one. And it's going <laughs> to no, like, what do you do with like one branch and like every leaf is on that branch? Like, my but it could be deeper. You, I'm telling you, when you actually start to do it, you'll see. You will mm-hmm. see, and then things are gonna pop up because now things are starting to come back. I had to do this. I'm, I'm not telling you nothing that I didn't do, and so you will start to see. And it's like when you think it's one thing, like, dang, I forgot about Lord Johnny. Oh, he done did. And I mean, go, go like go deep. I don't care if it's elementary school. I don't care if he threw some sand in your mouth. Whatever right? <laughs> but I want you to go that deep because you don't know how that thing can trigger you later on. So if something pops up later and you're like, wow, I don't like this saying, 
Well, Lord Johnny threw sand in your mouth. Did you identify that thing? Something so small can trigger something as you get older. Look See, now I just feel like I'm going to be a walking trigger. No, but you're not going to be a trigger, but it's, it's identifying it. So now you can actually do work. And then that's no, when you come it. to Coach Crystal to help it, you. But I was saying, I was just like. It's another layer to the to our first episode with you, which was the, the emotional maturity and self-awareness. Yeah. That self-awareness. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you get that self-awareness, you can find your voice and self There we go. Boom, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen. Wait, I don't have no class. Cheers to that. Oh, cheers. Oh, I, my goodness. It. I mean, it's glass. It's just thick. I don't know what you want me to do. I didn't hear it. Oh. Still heard nothing. Heard nothing. <laughs> no, it must be like, you know how sometimes I can't hear you because your voice goes so high? I guess mine is so, can you hear that? I can't. I don't know. I guess it's the, it must be the, um, I got you. <laughs> I mean, that's what mine sounded like, just a little more bassy. But that's funny that y'all couldn't hear that click because I clicked it like 80 million times. <laughs> look, take two. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to that. A thousand. <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, Siobhan, let us know what you're popping, what you are rating your popping grapes experience. And clearly it's a high number because that bottle is almost gone. That bottle almost gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm trying to take my voice and come from y'all. This is going to be very scarring in my adulthood as I continue to grow. Okay. <laughs> if my self-worth today is in this bottle, y'all will let me have that. Okay. Y'all gonna let me have that. <laughs> Um, so this says Grown and Cool, Coastal Hillside Vineyards in Monterey County. It's from California. This Riesling is deliciously crisp with fresh fruit aromas and subtle spice notes. Stone fruit flavors of juicy apricot and peach. I did taste those. Mingle with notes of fresh Anjou pear. I know we had to be so fancy about the pear, but okay. Scented with a, just a touch of jasmine. I did this. It is 13%, it's 13% ABV. That's why you feeling it, okay? <laughs> I don't feeling it, and I told Crystal before we started was I went to the gym. So you know when I go to the gym, oh. like come in, I take a shower, and I prep for this. So I haven't eaten anything, drink drank anything. I haven't even had water. This has been my this has been my water, y'all. Oh no! So you mm-hmm. absorbed everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. Thing, which means it's gonna be a glorious night, okay? Um, I did like it though. Um, I understand why Kendall Jackson is up there with Robert Mondavi. Like those are the ones in California that have the names that follow them. It was definitely crisp. It was definitely clean. I did get the apricot and peach and I actually do like peach. I've never had like a straight up apricot, I don't think. So I can't judge that, but it was very good. Um, slightly acidic, but not too much. I would guess as the Riesling goes, since they can go from dry to sweet, I would call this a semi-sweet. I've had sweeter Riesling. I've definitely had Chardonnay dry Riesling. This is not that. It's a semi-sweet. It it was really good. I did enjoy it. I'm not going to rate it only because it would be extremely biased because I have drank anything. So I was drinking it like water because I didn't have any water. I was dehydrated. So I'm not going to rate this until the wine now. But I will say that in an overall, I think it it did, it was good. It wasn't like I drank it and was like, oh, Jesus. Like, I did pour me a good three glasses and I don't regret any of my three pours. 
Thank but you. are you going? To, is it going to make it to the runner? We're gonna get a new bottle. Stop judging. I'm about to say you might finish that tonight because <laughs> judging my life, y'all. There will be a bottle at the wine out. It might not be this one. Not that bottle. Okay. I, I just, you know, we look. We, y'all know sometimes we get the wines and we got to get new bottles of the wine to make to the wine out because it'd be a struggle sometimes. But I will have a surprise for you all. Um, because I'm gonna go get my wine tomorrow, take a picture and post it and be like, "This is what it should have been, could have been, might have been if I had a win." Yeah. So. That's that. Um, we would like to, well, before we close out, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much, Shy. Yes, it is always, 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 always a pleasure to have you, Crystal. So before we leave, please let everybody know if y'all need a coach, y'all need to call Crystal. Okay, call E. Don't, don't. Call E. <laughs> call me or go to my <laughs> website. Go to the website. Let's Go to the website. Um, so it's com. Please be sure to follow me on social media. I am Crystal Brooks. Send me a message there. My phone number. Y'all just get that one, y'all. Go to the website. Um, yeah, yeah, let's not get, do that yet. Let's not do that yet. We, we yeah. just got to 100 people. I don't want 100 people calling. Okay. Like, but if y'all need like, my services, <laughs> come on. We will right. put all the links in the yes. chat. I mean, in the comments. Y'all know we put all the boxes and all the links and all the good stuff. Yes, um, I do appreciate you all for having me on again. Oh, we definitely have that. Of course, this is our coaches. So this is my coaches. Yes. <laughs> right? We like we 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 got to get our life back together. Yes. Crystal, like, okay, snap it back. <laughs> yeah, get it together, ladies. Get it together. Yeah, so like if you need some services uh, for coaching, please talk to talk to Miss Crystal Brooks. She also has a wide network of people who can help you with if you need a therapist or any other services. Um, so please don't be afraid to reach out if maybe coaching might not be what you need, but it's something else. She is a wonderful resource. So please use her. Don't forget to buy her book and look out for any upcoming any upcoming things from Crystal. Y'all know we. We be supportive and stuff. I'm, I'm auto book because I can listen to things as I drive to work. Yeah. So um, that works for me. It helps me to intake and process. I do a better job processing when I'm moving. Um, the answer in me. Huh. <laughs> but anyway, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's always a pleasure. We definitely will have you back because Crystal is like a friend, family of the pod. Like, duh. Yeah. Y'all. Family status. Period. Family. Like, okay. after, after two visits, you it's the family. You gotta mm-hmm. go in the kitchen get your own food. <laughs> okay, I will. Mm-hmm. Okay, come on <laughs> and get a glass. Like that's right. <laughs> you are not. Remember, you you are not a visitor. Not a visitor okay. anymore. So be sure to join us, y'all, for more laughs, more fun, and of course, more wine each and every Wednesday on your lunch break if you're at home. Sit on the couch and join us for more conversations. Comment, like, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Have a conversation, a healthy debatable. Let us know. We like to talk to y'all. Interact with us. Talk to me. Talk to me. Tell me a thing. Okay, okay. Join us.
every last Saturday of the month for our live wine, our wine tastings. Y'all know that's when we get together and answer all the random questions from our wonderful bowl. And we taste all of the wines that we've had for the month. And it's always a good time. Again, always a good time and you never know what to expect. And remember, as always, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with a little wine. Or, or a lot. lot. 